Congratulations, Finkley, for your win as the South Carolina Black Pages 20 under 40. I just want to say I love you and I appreciate everything you do. Needing someone to represent you on the school board in Richmond County 1? Well, we have Jamie L. Devine with us as he discusses his campaign for Richmond School District 1. There's some things that I want to continue to be a part of. All coming up next on the Michael Finkley Show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Michael Finkley Show. I'm Michael Finkley. Today is Monday, November 2nd, 2020. Brand new month, brand new week. Y'all, let's get it. We are only a day away from election day. Truly standing in those lines. If you have not voted yet, standing in those lines to make a difference in the world today. Let's do it. It's time. The time is now. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkley Show, and ring that bell for notification. And we'll see you an email saying, hey, new content is uploaded. Thank you so much to our future viewers, our viewers, our subscribers, our future subscribers. We are The Michael Finkley Show. We're here to inform, educate, and inspire you, bringing you shows that you need to hear and that you want to hear as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, y'all, like, again, like I was saying, election day is tomorrow. If you have not voted, please, please, please go vote, go vote, go vote. I've been talking with people ever since, you know, election day, um, you know, the um, before you get out there. Right. And it's just a mixture. All right. People are people are voting hardcore and summers. I'm not going to vote. I'm like, what? And they're just giving me all these different reasons. But I know as for me in my house, I'm going to vote. So. Let's make a difference, y'all. Let's make a difference. Just look at it like this. If you don't vote, that's the vote for the person that you don't want to be in office. That's how I see it. So I'm running. I'm making plans. I'm leaving work. Because I moved, I didn't have time to change my license over, so I have to go back home and vote, And so, which is an hour and a half away. So I'm leaving work, and I'm going to spend the night with my parents, and early that morning, I'm going to go vote because... I know that my vote counts. Let's do it. Let's make this difference. On today's show, we're excited because we're talking about voting. We have Mr. Jamie L. Devine with us, and he is running for the school board of Richland County 1 in Columbia, South Carolina. I've been knowing him for a while, and he's been doing some great work in Columbia, South Carolina, along with his wife, Tamika Isaac Devine, as well. And so he just lays it all down on the line. What is his platform? Why is he running? Why is this his passion? Want to know more? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Next, we chat with Jamie L. Devine. We'll be right back. On the next Michael Finkley, it's Sports Friday. We're chatting with Mr. Corey Williams about being a mentor, owning a sports team, being a family man, and much more. Don't you dare miss the next Michael Finkley. Looking for a mentoring program for your young male between the age of 6 and 18 in Columbia, South Carolina? Well, look no further. Big Homie, Little Homie Mentoring Program is the program for you. Under the leadership of Mr. Jamal Shroud, Big Homie Little Homie is a 50C3 nonprofit organization that caters and mentors at-risk youth that come from single-parent homes. 
The organization caters to young males between the ages of 6 and 18 within the greater Columbia area. The organization is devoted to shaping and molding their life into great men of society. Big Home and Little Homie organizes male gatherings, discussions, and even educational assistance devoted to guiding and leading them into a positive light. Making a positive attitude will help in transforming life regardless of what is experienced in life. For more information on Big Homie Little Homie Mentoring Program, visit our social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. We are celebrating awesome people that are doing awesome things for our communities today. And we have an awesome leader with us. He is a father. He's a husband. He is a community, community advocate as well. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Mr. Jamie L. Devine. Jamie. Hey, Michael. How are you, sir? Good to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, uh, glad to be on your platform and spend some time with, with you on today. So thank you. Definitely. Thank you so much for agreeing. And uh, we have you have a lot going on between yourself and your wife. You have a lot happening. So let's just dive right in. Um, Jamie, when it comes to you, um, I've been viewing you and your, your platform and you as a person for so many years, you're a mentor in my mind. So thank you for that. Uh, we see that to, to serve, to be a leader, you have to serve. You have to be a servant, and then that servant be ultimately becomes a leader. Why are these two components um, important for you? Well, as a young boy uh, growing up in Aiken County, um, son of a preacher, mm -hmm. uh, son of a minister, and so just seeing my father give so much back to the community, um, just and my mom worked in the local meals down in Aiken, and just growing up, we always were family focused, community oriented and community focused. And so my dad always taught us to give back, uh, mm -hmm. whether it was the church, whether it was through his Masonic temple, whether it was through other organizations and, and um, things that he was a part of. Mm -hmm. We've always had that, um, those, those, those things that work together for our good. And what, and what I mean by that is that it's kind of like what you just said. Those two items kind of go hand in, in hand, servant leadership and just doing um, the work for the community. Um, I tell you, I was uh, 25 years, years old. Uh, mm -hmm. I was in my uh, first house. Uh, this was, this was uh, before I was married. And I asked the Lord, it's my 25th birthday. I said, I'm a quarter of a century old. I said, what is it that you want me to do? And just as you and I have this conversation today, mm -hmm. he said to me, I want you to help and serve others. Just wow. that simple. Wow. And that's what I said too. I said, wow. I was like, really? And that, and, and that was it. And I hadn't, you know, hadn't veered from, from that. I've always been involved, uh, you know, from student government back in high school, student government back in, uh, in my days at Benedict College. Um, and so I've always want, I always served the, the community, served those around me. So, so those are some of the reasons why uh, even till this day, you know, some 20 something years, 30 something years later, I'm still in that servant leadership role. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. And it served you well all these many years. And you are married to Miss Tamika Isaac Devine and you all are a powerhouse. How has that relationship been professionally for you all? 
So I tell you, it is uh, it's a unique situation uh, to have two elected officials from the same mm-hmm. household. Um, and uh, it is a challenge. Um, she's very opinionated. Uh, I am opinionated. Uh, but when we agree or disagree, shall I say, when we disagree, we just said, you know what, we're not going to come to terms on this one or two or three items. So let's just agree to uh, disagree or have an impasse and let's move on. So professionally, uh, we've learned to just say, you know what, we're not going to let it affect our marriage. We're not going to let, let it affect us as individuals. And so right. we set that as a parameter, as our boundary uh, initially. Uh, we got when once we got married, and then once we got married, and she she was already elected official when we got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got married in two thousand three. She got elected two thousand two, so she was already elected official. I did not run for the school board to two thousand eight. Was okay. my first time, and so I've been elected for the last twelve years, and uh, going to run again this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, next couple of days I get reelected again to serve another four years. And so we just, um, we set some boundaries and parameters to say that we will not allow politics or anything or anyone come between us. Um, When we took our vows to each other, we said, you know, through through good and bad, through um, sickness and in health, um, let no man, you know, take asunder. That is a true statement. And now we've been tested. Don't get me wrong. Of course. We've been tested, but you know, through the test comes the testimony. And so in anything that you do, I just believe that um, um, God has put us here to set some examples for some other people. And I tell people, sometimes things happen to you, but not for you. It's right. for someone else to see how they dealt, how we dealt with it, to see how they can deal with certain things that happen in their lives. So, so just again, going back to your original question, on the professional level, we just want to make sure that we... Um, always do what is right. Right. Um, uh, a good friend of mine, Vince Ford, who's a former board chair of Richmond School District One, always say, "If you do what's right, you sleep tight." And that's been a true, true statement uh, for me. You know, he always said, "If you do right, then you sleep tight." Um, so ever since then, again, we set those boundaries, we set those parameters. You know, we went through marriage counseling before we got married. Uh, I passed the Reverend Charles B. Jackson Sr. over at the Brookland Baptist Church in West Brooklyn. Columbia. Yes, sir. Awesome, man. And so he said, set some parameters, mm-hmm. set those boundaries and don't cross it, period. And so those are some things that we as a couple um, have set for our marriage, even mm-hmm. set for our different um, um, schedules. You know, we, we literally have a meeting on Sundays to, to see what we need to do for the week for our three Whoa. beautiful children. Yeah. Uh, we, we have to. So yeah. we set those those weekly schedules on Sunday to go Monday through Saturday, and then we set some uh, quarterly goals, some six month goals, some yearly goals, and we go out five, 10, 15 years, and we set those goals just for us as a couple. We bring our kids in, we talk with them as a family, and we say this is where we want to be. What yeah. are your goals? And so we make it a family affair, so they understand that when they become of age and and mm-hmm. and hopefully get married and have their own families. Um, in the future, they would do some of the things that that we have done and be um, be successful and uh, good citizens uh, coming up behind us. Oh, that's amazing. I love that you're including everyone in this because, you know, that is the foundation. Communication is the foundation of anything that I believe that without it, we, we, we don't 
we're not going to succeed. We're definitely right. not going to succeed. So you mentioned your family, your your girls, your son. Do they see um your they see the parents as these political figures, or they are they just like oh mom, oh dad? <laughs> you know that's a great question. So uh, just before I came here, we were at another event. Went home real quick, speak, and then I said, "Y'all, I got to go back um, to my office to do an interview." And they were like, Dad, it's Friday night. So Friday nights in our house is family night. And again, gotcha. going back to the marriage counseling, uh, Reverend Jackson suggested that we have, he said, once you get your family, just have some days that are just unencumbered, that just for your family. He, and he said, you won't see it now, but you'll see it later. And true to date, literally, we're so glad that we set Friday as our family night. Uh, we play games whatever the girls want to do, we, we may go out to eat. Of course, pre-COVID, now we have food brought, brought in to us. Yep. What, mm -hmm. Friday is their night. If they want to go to the football games, basketball games, volleyball games, whatever they want to do, if it's something with the Girl Scouts, if it's something uh, they want to go, you know, we, we, we just do something with them every Friday night. And they know Friday is family night. That's their unencumbered time. They get to spend with mama and daddy. And yeah. so, and it's good for us just yeah. to reconnect, just to say, hey, How's your week been? How, and, and we do it daily, but really we get to connect with the girls and say, hey, how's your week? How's, how's your day? What do you got planned um, coming up? You know, tell me what's, what's going on. Like the uh, other day, there was a meme or, or, or um, something that I, I saw. I didn't know what it was. It was MBH or MHB, MH something. But it meant like, mm-hmm, like, okay, I get it. Something like right. that. Like, oh yeah, that does make sense. But but that's the time that they know they can just talk to us unencumbered and, and bless his soul. Jameson, he is age three now. Mm -hmm. and so, so at age three, he understands that even Friday is family night. Now he doesn't understand that what Friday is, but he knows Friday, we can watch anything on the TV. And mm -hmm. so, so he'll, so he'll say, I want to watch Disney. I want to watch uh, Captain America. I want to watch Spider-Man, whatever it is, but he knows Friday is the time that we can kind of watch anything or, or we, you know, we play a game, do popcorn or whatever it is, but we have Fridays as our unencumbered time for the children to do what they need to do. Gotcha. So I think they still see us as mom and dad. Sometimes they see us as political um, persons, but we take them to community meetings, um, oh, wow. show them uh, pre pre COVID. We would take right. them to community meetings and um, they would sit, uh, they would do, the girls would sit and do their homework. Jameson hasn't been as much, but, pr but prior to, the girls mm -hmm. would sit, do their homework or do some type of work. Of course, they may have a gadget, they may have a device, but it worked and they get to hear certain things from the community exactly. and they get to see how community meetings work and get to see how community organizations work. And even our oldest now has been involved with some community organizing. Um, just here a few weeks ago, um, after Justice Gingberg passed, passed away, there was a, uh, a visual on the steps of the state house. Our Ooh. oldest, Tamia, um, and some of her friends from AC Floor High School got together and did a visual. Um, Perry Bradley from um, BBC Building Better Communities helped them along the way and got some parental involvement. And they did this program um, for Justice Ginberg and, 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 and her death, just to make sure that um, they were politically engaged and socially engaged. And I was like, wow, this, these young people at age 14, 15 did this themselves. And I said, mm -hmm. now when I was four, 14, 15, I was just kind of chilling. I was, you know, doing whatever 15 year olds do, but 
I mean, these young people are engaged at such a young, young age. So we are uh, proud of Tamia, and I'm sure Jade will do something in the future uh, similar to what she, she's doing. And I'm sure that I call him Master Jameson. Master Jameson will do something also <laughs> in, the, uh, in, the, uh, in the future, too. So, They're yeah. following the footsteps of their parents. What awesome examples they have. I love it. I Thank love you. it. And so, Jamie, all that you've been through thus far in life, from childhood to where you are now, who would you say are some of your major influences? Uh, first, I would have to, of course, start with my parents. Um, uh, as I tell people, parents are our first teachers. Um, we may not realize it uh, from the time, you know, the child is here from the wound um, to the chest or to the breast. Uh, I just believe that mom and dad sets that example. And if mom and dad may not be in the child's life, some adult at some point from age zero to about three has that child's best interest at heart. So that's the first teacher. And then I would have to say uh, some of my teachers uh, throughout school, um, K through 12, have been very influential in some of the things I've done. As I said earlier, I was always involved in student government. Um, I was involved with, uh, we had to, I remember growing up, we had Easter speeches, uh, Christmas speeches. We had, um, we used to have uh, summer enrichment programs at, mm -hmm. in our church. I grew up in the church and the church really, really helped me become one of the young people that were leaders in our local area down in Aiken. And I got exposed and I tell people exposure makes a difference. I got exposed to a lot of things as a young child. I came here to Benedict through YPCA, Young People Christian Assembly, and um, got exposed to Benedict College in, in middle school. And I said, wow, this great big institution, African-Americans, you know, I grew up in a predominantly white area. 90% of our school was, uh, was white, 10% was black. Yeah. And just to go on this campus where it was predominantly African-Americans and these folk were doing some great phenomenal things like, I want to be a part of that. And so as soon as I graduated from um, high school, I came to Benedict College and been here, you know, the last almost 30 years. And so um, I am grateful for, for that. Um, just some other influential people um, I fast forward just a little, little bit. I did mention one, one name was, of course, uh, Brother Vince Ford, who's been very in influential uh, in my life and uh, actually introduced uh, Tamika and I officially to each oh, other. Wow. Uh, so we give him all the credit for making sure that 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 happened. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Brother Ford is still influential. You know, one of the few African-Americans that's in the uh, C-suite, as I like to say, at uh, Prisma Health. And has done a phenomenal job over the years uh, in, in making sure that African Americans got get or receive the health care that they need and always have given back to the community. Then I would have to say um, my late father-in-law, uh, Henry Isaac, uh, Tamika's dad, was very uh, influential for the short time that we got to know each other before he passed away. You know, and, and, and I would just watch this, this, this man get up every day, went to work. He was an uh, insurance uh, agent. He was also yeah. a realtor by the time I met with him. And I told you, I said, now that's the life I want to live. By the time he was like in his 50s, he would have a day where he would, um, it, it was, I, I would say he would work from maybe nine-ish to maybe three-ish. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And he was, he was at the house chilling for the rest of the day. Wow. And then he had, you know, streams of income still coming in. And I said, right. you know what? that's what I want to be like. But, you Hello. know, so, so I saw that. Okay. So I was like, okay. And then, you know, from a spiritual perspective, Reverend Dr. Charles B. Jackson. Uh, Reverend Jackson has been one of my um, uh, great in, in influences in the uh, in the spiritual realm. 
and uh, and we give him all the thanks and the glory for that. You know, and and just listening to other men uh, in our community, uh, Dr. Ron Epps, who's our former superintendent in Richmond School mm -hmm. District One, um, definitely been an educational giant in this community as well as throughout this country, has been a great in influence. I got a brother uh, in Charlotte, the older brother in Charlotte, who has helped raise me, if you will. Um, throughout my 40 something years of living. And so, you know, these are the guys that have made me who I am. And so I am proud and pleased that I turned out decent. Um, and so, you know, and just again, exposure at a young age um, to various things in, in life. I remember as a kid going to Atlanta, going to Washington, DC, going to Jacksonville, Florida, um, and just seeing different governmental type things. So I've been always fascinated by politics and by government and by, um, and by, and by like kind of sociology type, type things. So, yeah. Oh, well, and it shows great men yes. behind you and it shows where you are today. This is why you are reign again for the school board in Richland County one. And when we come back, this is what we're going to discuss. Coming up, Jamie tells us why he's running for school board. We'll be right back. The Finkley Experience is an educational consulting firm that specializes in first-generation education. We assist parents and their students with the college process. We train school administrators, and we also partner with colleges and universities to assist with their first-generation population. To learn more about our consulting firm and to purchase our book and workbook, please visit our website at thefinkleyexperience.com. Hi there, it's Finkley. Do you want to become the next guest on The Michael Finkley Show? Do you have an incredible story to inform, educate, and inspire others? Well, you can. Email us at michael at thefinkleyexperience.com and follow us on our social media platforms. See you soon. still chatting with none other than Jamie L. Devine. And Jamie, you are running again for the school board in Richland County 1. You've been doing this for a, for a few years now. And yes. why did you decide to run again? Well, Michael, I tell you, um, there are some things that we have done as a district. Uh, we've come a ways and there are some things that we need to uh, finish. There are some mm -hmm. things that I want to continue to be a part of, uh, and, I, and, and I'll just share just real quick with you and the audience. Um, there are three uh, 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 platforms, uh, areas that I would like to see uh, the district continue to complete. Uh, okay. One of those is that, that our early childhood uh, program um, is so important to, to me. Um, that's one of the things I ran on initially is to increase the number of childhood uh, programs and to expand those um, opportunities for our young people. Because what we know right now is about 30% of the young people come to us kindergarten ready, mm -hmm. uh, according to state standards. And so we have a, in our strategic plan uh, from 2019 to 2024 to increase that number, um, to double it uh, to 60, 70%, to get that percentage ready for school. And so we want to continue along those paths. We've started. 
Um, and so I want to continue with that. Then the other thing is we want to make sure that we increase our graduation rate. And I'm proud to say that as of today, those numbers were released. And again, those numbers went up right now. We're hovering around 82% last year. Now we're about 83%. So okay. it went up one okay. percentage point, but um, listen, yeah. Every, yeah. every, every gain matters. And I tell people, this is, this is nothing that's just going to go from zero to a thousand is incremental. Exactly. It's incremental each year. And so I'm, I'm, I'm proud of our school district. I'm proud of what our staff has done to ensure that all of our young people are college and career ready, that they graduate and they graduate to something that they can do, something that they can contribute to society on. And then lastly, um, I wanna make sure that, that we continue with the multiple pathways or unique pathways um, for our young people as they graduate. So we have various programs in Richland School District 1. Uh, some of those include, for example, C. Johnson High School, we have a health magnet program yeah. where our young people graduate and they will then go into the, uh, in, in, into the healthcare field or into the medical field. Mm -hmm. uh, at CH, at, I'm sorry, not CH, at um, uh, AC Floor High School, uh, our young people graduate with the IB International Baccalaureate Diploma where they get college credit and they're ready for college. Uh, uh, Drew High, High School, they have the capstone program where they will gra graduate with the uh, capstone um, diploma in their hand. Laura Rison has the uh, IBCC, International Baccalaureate with the college and career ready. Uh, Columbia High now has, Columbia High School now has the cybersecurity, which is real big for us now. We partner with uh, Fort Gordon uh, in Augusta, along with Fort Jackson here uh, in town to ensure that our young people get that cybersecurity um, 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 information and, and, and some type of certification in that area, because we know that is gonna be the future uh, when it comes to tech, technology. And then we talk about Keenan High School. Keenan has our STEM, a veterinarian pro program. We have a partnership with the governor's school where our young people can go part-time to um, Keenan and then part-time through the governor's school. And then also once they graduate, they have that, that degree or such degree in veterinary. Then we also have the dual enrollment program mm -hmm. through our other partner with uh, Midlands Tech. So Midlands Tech, so you can come out of high school with a high school diploma mm -hmm. and then come out with a, a social degree for Midlands Tech. So that's our dual enrollment. And it's an economic booster for our young people. So guess Definitely. what? So instead of going to college for four years, now you're gonna have to go for two and pay for two versus paying for four. And I wish I'd have had this opportunity back when I was going to yeah. school. Yeah. It's an economic, it's an economic uh, changer, game changer for our young people. Yeah. We just gotta get more of them to take advantage of it. And there's no cost to our students while they're in high school. Now, once they leave us, you know, they have to then pay pay for college. We know that the college of the cost of colleges continue to increase, but we know that it is so important that if we can give all of our young people some type of um, um, economic advantage, that's what we're going to try to do here at Richmond School District One. And again, I want to continue some of those those things that that we've done, even with our Kate completers, career and technology education. Um, uh, persons that, that graduate, they graduate with a certification and again, health magnet. They may graduate with a certification in barbering and cosmetology and diesel, diesel technology. Uh, we have mechanics that graduate from Richard School District 1 making at 18 anywhere from 50 to $90,000 per year. 18 year, years old, a diesel mechanic making 50 
to $90,000 a year. Then we also have the CDL program at Eau Claire High School. I forgot about, about that. Mm-hmm. That's our newest um, pro- program. So commercial driver's license. We have young people that will graduate in the next several years. They can then go on to um, own mm-hmm. and buy their own trucks and run cross country with um, transportation and logistics. And we know that that is also the future of, of our country. And so these young people can again come out of come out of high school mm-hmm. making 40, 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars a year. And we want to give them that economic and that career advantage. Um, and I tell people everything's not based on a test test score. Everybody's not going to college. Yes. And yes, so yes. we have to remember we have to provide options and opportunities for all of our students. And that's what we're trying to do in Richland One. We want to make sure that all of our students get exactly what they need in order to ensure that they become a productive citizen um, in this in this global society in which we live. Oh my gosh, so much is happening over there at Richland yeah. One. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And, we, and it has to continue. It yeah. must continue. Yeah. As you said before, college is not for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we have to realize that. But there are other avenues for students to be successful in their own right. That's in right. their own right. I love it. So during this election season, um, your opponent... Um, talk about this aspect and how are you different from persons that are running against you? And has this been a, um, I guess, an easy or midway (laughs) feeling for you in running this year? I tell you, this year, uh, politics has been uh, a little different than in years past. Uh, Again, this this will be my fourth time running. Mm -hmm. I ran in 2008, 2012, 2016. Now again in 2020, uh, things this this year seem to be just a little bit different and different in the aspect that um, we continue to run a positive campaign. Um, I think my opponent is is a is a is a uh, is a good person. I think she has some agents of hers who are overzealous, and so we have uh, had that discussion. She and I both made a pledge at one of our town halls or one of the candidate forums that we would keep it positive. But I think some of her agents, as I mentioned to her in another forum, uh, have become overzealous. And and of course, there have been some things put on Facebook and social media regarding some signage and some other things that are that have been said that are just not true about me. But we will keep it positive. We've always ran a positive campaign. And so, you know, I just believe that uh, without without a test, there's no testimony. And so I think that uh, in the end, there will be a testimony of being positive of doing what is right and just making sure that you be you. Don't change because of somebody else or because of something that is around you. You have to stand as the person of who you are, stand with your values, stand what you believe. And so I will continue to do that. And I will make sure that those around me yeah. uh, will continue to, to do that. And I want to make sure that uh, if, if anyone volunteers with us, anyone wants to be a part of our campaign or an agent, we have this conversation. We tell yes. them no negative. We will not do things that uh, to, that that some other uh, groups may do. We will not do do that. If you do do it, do it, and I find out, you will no longer be a part of this campaign. Now yes. you may do some other campaigns, but you won't be a part of this camp campaign. We're we're here to serve, and being servants, that's what we do. We want to keep it positive. We yes. listen. People want positive news. They don't want all this negative stuff that has happened. Uh, they don't want this gloom and doom. We want to make sure that we uplift the people. We give them what they need. 
and that we make some changes. And again, yeah. as I tell people uh, with the school district, we're not the we're not we're not where we ought to be, but we're headed in that direction. You right. know, there's no perfect organization, there's no perfect school district, there's no perfect person, but we strive every day towards that goal. We have goals, we have um, strategic plans that we want to carry out each and every every day, and each day incrementally we are marching and trying to make strides to make that to make that happen. But this year's um, uh, overall atmosphere uh, when it comes to politicking is a is a little bit somber. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to years past, is more of a challenge this this year mm-hmm. uh, compared to some other years. But uh, but 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 we'll get through it. Yeah. Um, we just got to be upbeat. We just got to continue to do what is right, and we got to continue to stand for what is right. And then when something's wrong, we got to speak out against it. Yeah. Um, you know, one with courage is all it takes. One with courage is all mm-hmm. it takes. So so I've been um, um, I've been pleased with the campaign that we have ran thus thus far. And so we look forward to um, being positive on November 3rd and coming out with a victory on the other side. So I yes, feel sir. good at, at, at yes, this sir. point. I love it. I love it. And Jamie Forrest, once more, sum it up for us. Why should they vote for you? They should vote for Jamie Devine because Jamie Devine wants to continue the work in Richmond Schools District 1. We want to continue to provide high quality early childhood education. We want to make sure that all of our graduates who graduate, graduate uh, college and career ready. And then finally, we want to make sure that all of our young people have unique pathways to get to where they want to be. So with that said, I would ask that uh, those who are in Richmond School District 1, seat 2, to vote for Jamie Devine for four more years to continue on uh, the work and to work through this pandemic. And this is something new for all of us working through right. a pandemic. You know, I've been asked the question, well, how do you, how would you rate the district or grade the district um, going through a pandemic? And my response has always been, let me ask you a question. When was the last time we had a pandemic? Over a hundred mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. So what did you compare? None of us was here. <laughs> okay. None of us was, was here. There's not a playbook. There's not a guidebook. There's not anything to guide us other than the science the the circumstances and the data and common sense and mm-hmm. so when you look at those things coupled together with um people like me and you 100 years ago was nowhere in the position that we are at now so how do we compare that to where we are today you cannot yeah now have we made some mistakes along the way sure but do we have a plan we do have we followed our plan we have now, some folk won't ever be happy with you no matter what you do, but we're going to follow our plan based off the science, the circumstances, and the data. It's, it was a plan put together by over 100 persons uh, throughout the community uh, that helped us with this plan. And then we meet with those persons, well, the district meets with those persons um, as, as needed to update, to change, to, to get uh, feedback on their thoughts on are, is, is, is the plan going well? Do we need to change something? Do we need to push forward, go back? And so it's a, living, it's a living, breathing document that was thoroughly put together, thoroughly vetted. And so again, you won't make everybody happy, but I'm not trying to make everybody happy. I'm just trying to do what is right for the majority of our students, number one, and majority of our faculty, number two, and then for this greater Columbia community in Richmond School District one in which we serve. So again, this, 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 this pandemic has changed a lot of things but it's also exposed a lot of things, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Exposure is good, it can be good. So we're not, again, we're not shying away from those things that were exposed, i.e. broadband uh, in, the, in, in certain parts of, of town that we did not have mm-hmm. uh, with the technology. 
you know, we, we bought, we purchased computers for three through five, I'm sorry, third through 12th grade years past. Now we're going pre-K through second grade. So all of our students in Richmond School District 1, all 23, 24,000 students will have a device here soon. As you can imagine, as, as you can imagine, it is, it really is. You know, I will commend this community in allowing us to purchase computers, particularly for our pre-K through second grade uh, young people. But we are back in school, pre-K through second grade. We started um, uh, October 26th, mm -hmm. bring back our uh, third through uh, 12th grade, uh, November the 4th. And so, you know, again, that's part of the plan that we have to put in place. And incrementally, when it's appropriate, we will continue to either add or delete depending on, um, or pull back depending on um, how this virus goes. We know there's an uptick mm -hmm. now. Um, yes. so, so the committee, yeah. Administration is continuing to meet to see how best we still um, um, uh, serve our students, mm -hmm. serve our teachers, and then serve this greater Columbia community. So it's a it's a balancing act, but you know, um, steady leadership is what it takes, and relational leadership is what it takes. It takes more now to be a leader, I think, than it did in years past. And so we continue to have relational leadership. And so we want to make sure that that continues um, on, on this school board going, going forward. All righty, everyone, you heard it here. You heard it here. Jamie L. Divine. Go vote. If you yeah. have not already, go vote, please. All yes. right. Voting makes a difference. Jamie, thank you so much for being on. Yes, sir. Telling, thank telling you. your story. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you, man. I, this is this has been fun. This has been great. I appreciate. Listen, I appreciate you because it's person like you who give us an opportunity and a platform to get our message out, to get our word out. And I appreciate you, a graduate of a great HBCU, although one of our robberies over Allen. <laughs> we are we are blessed that we can even have those type of um, um, schools to serve this greater community and to serve young people exactly. right where right where they, they are. And again, as you said earlier, you've been an English major, I'm an English major. So yep. there, those are some things that we have in, uh, in common. So again, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, anything we can do to assist in the future, please let us know. Will do. On the next Michael Finkley, it's Sports Friday. We're chatting with Mr. Corey Williams about being a mentor, owning a sports team, being a family man, and much more. Don't you dare miss the next Michael Finkley. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Michael Finkley Show. So you know the question I'm going to ask you, what did you learn? Leave comments below and let's have a conversation there. Thank you so much, Jamie Devine, for being on today. Thank you for just telling us like it is why you're running and your platform and why persons should choose you for an additional four years. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate you. Really, really do. And we wish you well tomorrow at the polls. So... Wednesday. Wednesday, we're doing an awesome, awesome little thing that we started a few weeks ago. We're doing a Rewind Wednesday. So we are going to show you a show from previously in this season. So which show will it be? Hmm, you have to wait till Wednesday to find out. So that's happening on Wednesday. On Friday, we will have Mr. Corey Williams with us. Now, Corey and I went to college together. 
awesome dude, mentor. He owns his own sports team. He's doing some great work in the community there in Florida, and we're so excited for him. So he tells it all. Don't miss Friday's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Michael Finkler Show, and ring that bell for notification. And we'll see you in an email saying, hey, new content uploaded. Thank you so much for watching. If you'd love to be a guest as well, please email us at michael.finklerexperience.com. Now, thank you so much for watching. And guess what? We'll see you Friday. And don't forget Wednesday. Rewind Wednesday. Have a good one.